Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. This is Pope Leo, back at you. The story I would like to tell you about is capitalism going amok. When I went into business many years ago, I made, well, before I went into business, let's put it that way, I used to work for the New York City Transit Authority. And it was a decent salary. You know what I mean? I was a, uh, a maintainer. I, I kept the, uh, the tracks cleared and other things, uh, uh, plumbing, as far as when water goes into the, into the system. I would uh, make sure that the pumps were working in order to pull whatever water was in there. But I was making a decent salary. Uh, matter of fact, uh, my wife, me and I, I laugh sometimes that, but she, she quit her job because that's the only thing I, that's the only type of system that I knew wherein the man or the head of the household, he's the one who brought, uh, brought the bacon home. You know what I mean? The wife was uh, the one who take care of the children. And what have you. And that was what they called capitalism. You know what I mean? Even though it was the, uh, the city of New York, but that's the type of system we, we live under. Now today, it's, it's called capitalism, but I have to give it a different, a different twist. It's capitalism gone amok. Now, there's many systems in, in economics. You know the main one, which we were under, was slavery. They, walk, they worked us from sunup to sundown and give, gave us just barely enough to survive on, and that was it. And then you hear about the other isms. You hear about feudalism, wherein the kings and the princes and the different order of clergy, they were, they were the ones who benefited from feudalism. You worked and you got very little pay. Everything was was to, uh, for the king or the queen. And that was the overthrow during the French Revolution. Even though they themselves, after they overthrew that, they they had the island of Hispanola, and they put them back under, or they put them into slavery. Then you had, after feudalism, you had another ism, capitalism. And this type of ism was where one person or a group of people controlled a company or a corporation, and they demanded of their workers X amount of labor in order to get a certain pay. And then after that, out of capitalism, people started to watch and look around because 
they weren't getting their their the their, their shake on the deal. So they started what what came out of it, not came out of capitalism, but another type of ism was communism, wherein supposedly the state controlled the, the means of production, wherein capitalism, just a certain group, and they gained from it. And out of communism came a more lenient type of system, was socialism. It wasn't as state-owned as communism, but it was still basically the people getting together and creating something instead of one man or one group or one corporation controlling everything. But like I said, I was able to advance. I was able to save money under capitalism of the 70s. But now, like I said, it has gone amok. They, they, they're complaining about people not wanting to work. But people are complaining that they're not able to gain enough money to sustain themselves. I mean, you're talking about a federal minimum wage that hasn't increased in over 10 years since 2009 of $7 and change an hour? where the minimum, in my opinion, people should be making should be at least $25 an hour. And so that's a big disparity. But now you have this, this so-called capitalism wherein the corporation dictate to the state how much people should should get in order, you know, what, what they're willing to pay. And that's not really a, a fair shake in the stake. Capitalism, as Brother Malcolm would put it, is more closer to buzzardism. They they're, they're, it's like a buzzard when he, he he's, is, is, is looking for a prey and, and it waits till you get down and then it, it feeds off you. It, it feeds off of you. Back in the, in the 70s, the, the, the corporations used to pay a tax of 70 to 80 percent. This is what this is what they had to give up after after so many dollars. After I think it was four hundred thousand dollars, you know what I mean. You you tax at a certain rate, and then once you get over four hundred thousand uh, dollars, you 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 tax at a eighty and ninety percent rate. But now 
capitalism has captured the state. It has lobbyists, it has senators and representatives who have their interests at heart because they are the ones who's feeding them, who, who's giving them that extra dollar. And that's what capitalism has come today, has become today. It's no longer the mighty eagle. It more or less represents a buzzard. And it's feeding off of the people who's working. A family of three or four, there's no way that one man, the head of the household, can continue without his wife, either doing part-time or full-time. And in 2021, it's even worse. People, the sons and daughters of the family, it's a necessity for them to go to work. You just can't, you, you just, you're not able to, to make it without it, without them, because that's how the system is set up. So the question is, what type of system, since this is not working for us as a group? Now, you have your LeBron James, and, and you have uh, the Jordans, Michael Jordan, and, you know, many other people that are uh, making money. But what is that doing for the majority of us? Is capitalism or buzzardism, is that working for us? You know what I mean? Are you willing to spend a lifetime, almost a lifetime, 60, 70 years old, working, and then that's it. And then you get the Social Security, and even that they're talking about cutting out. And union pensions, that's down the drain. So what kind of system are we willing to live with? You know what I mean? If, if, you, if, you're, if you were in Europe or in Asia, they're not, even though they call themselves democracies, they're more or less in the socialistic camp. They're not the, the, the corporations on, are, are unable to control. They're, they're more or less, if you, if you took Germany, for instance, they're, they're co-ops. They're, they're banking co-ops. They have consumer co-ops. They're taking, and they, and they teach them at a young age. There's over 5,000 consumer co-ops, banking co-ops in Germany. That's, not, um, that's unheard of here. There's no, you talk, you talk about uh, America, they're not, they're unable 
there's no, let me put it this way, there's no bank that in America, big banks that control by co-ops. The only country that I see wherein the billionaires, the millionaires, are unable to control the economy of that country is China. I mean, we have to face the fact that the Chinese are taking, will take the money that billionaires are making and tell them to dispute, the, to spread it among its workers. And if they have a surplus, I mean a great surplus, then the, the government will come in and scoop it up and distribute it among the people themselves. And this is this is causing the the capitalists in this country to be very cautious of what they're doing. They're wondering why. That's why you have people who are not going back to work. Because you're working or they're working for 40 hours, 50 hours a week, but yet they still have a, a bill. The rents, the rent now in America is at least half your salary. You gotta pay at least half your salary. So if you, if you're paying a thousand dollars a month, so you got $12,000, if you're not making $24,000 a year, you're in trouble. And if you're making $24,000, you're still in trouble. I mean, of course, the minimum, the, the poverty line in America, I believe, at least it was a couple of years ago, was $36,000. So how are you going to take care of family with a, with a salary of twenty four thousand, I seen one person, one lady, one lady. She wanted to, uh, she wanted to rent, and she only was making twenty thousand dollars a year. I mean, this, this is, this is, you know, this is insane. I mean, so we have to to figure out what kind of ism. Are we going to deal with whether it's, whether it's the uh, cooperativism, whether it's socialism? But it cannot be, and I, I'm, and it, but it cannot be capitalism. Now we have, like I said before, the, the Michael Jordans and the, the LeBron James, and. But what are they, what is their capital doing for us? You know, I, you know, you have the shack and you read that he helped some lady, one person, 
out of 45 million black people, he helped one person and uh, he gave them uh, a $4,000 tip. But don't look at that as really helping us. Look at when Yao Ming, when he was, uh, I believe, with the Houston Rockets, he gave half of his salary. I think he had a contract of a hundred million dollars. He took fifty million of his dollars and gave it to his village in China. Now, where have you ever heard wherein black people or a black superstar gave up that type of money? So we have to make some sort of demands when it comes to this so that all of us be able to get along because the system is not working for us. There was another incident wherein workers walked off the job because they can't live off of people feeling sorry for them. See, that's not paying anything. That's not paying for, paying for them. That's not helping them. So we have this these different isms. One is a buzzard type of ism. That's capitalism. It's one to squeeze as much as it can out of you during your lifetime. And, and you barely, if you get that, you're barely able to survive. Now, I can't go through uh, what isms that you would like. But I, I could tell you, even though I was in the capitalistic system, and I had my own businesses, but I tried to, you know, encourage people to go into business for themselves. But that was like nothing, you know. I, you know, it, even if they did, it, it would just be that family or that person. You know what I mean? And we're talking about thousands of, of people. So for me, out of all the isms, I thought that cooperativism was the best. And that that was uh, an example of that was during uh, 19, I believe it was 71, 72, when they had the Harlem River Cooperative. This was a cooperative which had like 4,000 members. And they pulled their money together and they opened a store. They... They actually had a physical store wherein they were 
they were grossing like forty thousand dollars a week. But then again, you have you know the UTs, the uncles, and and the Toms, and they came in and they uh, used a picket line. They used a picket line strategy. And they brought the Corky Walkers, uh, that wasn't her corporation, but she started the corporation, uh, the cooperative, and they, and they brought it to his knees. But I, 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 I ask people, because you have brothers and sisters, you have sons and daughters, and they're going out into life with a baggage of owing the school debt. They owe a school debt, they go out, and now they have this baggage on them. And we have to seriously think about what type of ism that we want. You know, whether it's democracy, whether it's Democrat or whether it's Republican, it really doesn't matter because both of them falls under capitalism. And if you're under that type of budget system, then you individually might make it out of 10,000 blacks or out of 10,000 black people. So we have to get a grip on this on this capitalism because it has it has run its course and just like slavery ran its course and feudalism ran its course capitalism is running its course there's no way that uh, Elon Musk should be having four, three hundred billion with a B dollars, and the other one from Amazon, who was caught. Now, this is the irony uh, of this. I'm just jump off for a little while. He was caught, or his company was caught, because a corporation. Is not that individual. It's it's in and of itself a corporation. He was caught. Or his company was caught stealing the tips. People would give tips, you know, to Amazon. You know, this driver he bought my products on time, and or you know, Christmas gift, you know, monies and and the F FFC FCC. They find them, or they they, they they found that he stole at least what they found. Now, we don't know what, what really they had, but they found that that corporation was stealing the tips of the drivers. They're stealing their tips, up to $62 million. And who's to say what else they've been stealing? They owed one driver in tips that he had accumulated 
they stole $28,000 from him. That's that one driver. On the average, they stole over $400 out of the 150,000 drivers that Amazon has. Now, this is what capitalism, this is what capitalism do when they control your senators, at least capitalism here in America. This is what, how, what, this is what they become. They want more. They squeeze harder. The more you cry, they, they, they squeeze until Basically, you give up. And that is what's happening today. The, the, the workers of certain companies are just closing the door. Why work for $10 an hour when, when at the end of the week you're going to still be in debt or the end of the month or the end of the year? Just like when they, when we were sharecropping, we still owed, the family still owed after the crops were brought in because the owners of the land was padding the books. And during that period of time, a lot of us based our thoughts on distrust, you know, trust, you know, Mr. Jones or whatever that thing was called, uh, he wouldn't do that to us. This is what we thought. But this is, this is the situation in which we're facing today, that we're living in a system that's squeezing the worker and demanding more. Whether it's Basil or whether it's Monk, here's a man could put a rocket ship. He, he's worrying about going to the moon or Mars or whatever. And yet here on this planet, they have big problems. You see the, they had this uh, ship or what have you, we're blocking the Suez Canal. Now they now now they're going to use that as an excuse to squeeze us, to squeeze the people more, squeeze us more. This is this is the game that capitalists. That's what they do. They lost a lot of money during this pandemic, and now they they're going they they're using all means possible in order to regain that money. So, like I said, cooperativism is the best ism that I know. That's where everybody has a stake in it. Everybody gets a share. The manager, you could set his salary you know, at maybe, say, four times the amount of the 
of the least of the lowest paid wages. Not, and you'll hear it come, comes uh, holiday season, Christmas, New Year's, how some of these managers, even if the company is failing, they're taking millions of dollars, millions in bonuses. This is what they, well, where did, where did his money all of a sudden come through? You know, it's, it's the workers produce that money. And since the managers don't have any set fee, they rake them off. Now, if you disagree with them, and if you raise too much cane, what do they do? They come in, and they say, well, we need this, where we have this warehouse or whatever they have set up. We want to move it to Florida or Tennessee, uh, where the state or the city or whatever municipality is willing to give us X amount of money for so many years. But yet, the people or the, the workers can't, don't have any say-so. They, they are able to rip off the municipalities, move their corporation somewhere else, and use that as a leverage against the workers. If there was a cooperative, if it was a co-op where all the workers had one vote, they wouldn't be able to do that. See, when they tried to do it in China, they wouldn't allow it. So when you hear these companies talking about the, uh, the, that, the, it's, uh, that the shipment is tied up in the piers or in the piers of, in China, well, that was during the 80s. They moved to China, so the employ the employees here wouldn't be able to get a decent wage. And now they move it to China, and now they want to complain about long supply lines. No, they're the ones that helped it there under this uh, the great communicator, the uh, Ronald Reagan. This is what they did during that time, so that the, the workers, they sent all the jobs to, to India. They showed, sent it to China. They sent it to, to uh, Mexico. They're having, having a fight, not right now, with uh, Kellogg's and, and Mexico. Uh, you know, the Americans up, up in uh, Wisconsin somewhere, uh, the workers up there, they went on strike. That's after, but now they're 
Now they're complaining about these long lines. I mean, everybody, anyone would know that if you send your, if you produce your product in another part of the world, depending on where it's at, that you're going to have, well, supply line is one of the problems that you might uh, have. So don't, you know, fall or, or have them use that as an excuse in supplying us with what we need. And now they, and, and, and what they're going to use it for is to boost the price up even more because they're feeling, you know, like they're talking to people of Social Security, I don't know how I many millions are on Social Security, but they're going up 6% cost of living. Now, I mentioned before that um, the federal minimum wage, the 7 cents, Seven, seven, seven. No, the federal minimum wage is about seven dollars in change. Now, during all and it hasn't went up in eleven years. What was the minimum wage? What did it? What did it go up? You know, what, I mean, what? What was the the cost of living? What did what what increase did it have over those eleven years? So these are things that we, as a collective, should be thinking. Yao Ming gave, don't forget what I said, Yao Ming gave his village $50 million. But have these ball players, football, basketball, baseball, what have they done for black people in the community, even from the community, if they're not dealing with all the black people, in the community in which they came from? What have they done? That man, y'all man, gave $50 million. Whether he did it willingly or not willingly, I can't go by uh, what people may think because I never heard him complain. He wasn't complaining. He was here, so he could have stayed here and whatever, asylum, whatever the deal. But people are going to generate things in their mind, and I understand that. But that's how the mind the mind works that way. That's 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 one of its uh, one of its traits. Put it that way. But let's look at. If you took all the, the the ball players and the football and whatever ball they play, why aren't they able to come to our aid? And forget about capitalism. That hasn't worked for America, and that's not working, and that wouldn't work for us. It just wouldn't. It's it's a it's a budget type of system. It's like a a Ponzi scheme. It's it's like 
You know what I mean? Who's ever left left with the uh, with the bag? And this is this is the game that they they run with us. They take our kids, make them ball players, and within a short period of time, they take them for everything they got, and they come back to the black community. Just like they left. Some of them will make it, like Mr. Jordan. And, but the majority of the ball players, their money, with all the finagling going on, their money has been, would be lost. So this is the this is what I would like us to think about. This is one of the subjects cooperativism. This is one of the subjects I would like us to think about because Eton or whatever his name is, the monk, the, the, the richest man in the world. He didn't become, he didn't get those millions or billions on his own. He couldn't do it. One man would not be able to accumulate that type of wealth unless there were some shortcuts. And it may not be showing, it may not show now, but this is how they are. And for us, we have to get our program going or get some sort of program going because if the revolution comes, if there's a revolution, and it was almost there on January the 6th, if the revolution comes, we have to be prepared and we have to start now. This is Pope Leo. I wish each one of you have a great day. Thank you. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.